Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors on the mic with you. It's Monday. Uh, getting on here a little late. I know. You'll just have to forgive me. Had to spend some time with my wife today. She had a little procedure done in her uh, in the dental office. Had to had to be put out. Uh, a little surgical operation. So she is recovering, doing well. Uh, but I have been um, doing the best I can to try to take care of her like she would take care of me. I'm sure I'm not doing as good a job as she would take care of me. But we're trying. So I got in here a little late. I want to share with you a message. And, and I believe this is a powerful message. This is, again, I tap into my, my friend Bubba Rutherford at Rutherford Landing Cattle Company quite often. Uh, he puts out some just some tremendous, tremendous ministry messages. Um, and I can draw so many things from these. And I hope you can, too. And, and the one I want to share with you tonight, I really want you I, I'm going to try to take my time. I, sometimes I blast through these things because I, I get in a hurry. But I'm going to try to take my time because I really want you to chew this up. I want you to understand what what our friend Bubba is trying to say to us today in his little pasture preaching, as he likes to call it. It has some powerful, powerful, impactful words in this. And I believe that we can draw from it. I've already drawn from it. I've gone over these things several times when I put them together. This one's been sitting in the folder for a while. It just... Again, you know, until God lets me release it, I, I, I don't do anything with it. I just look over it and, and then pass it by if it's not the one for the day. Today, this is the one for today. So I titled this one, A Whole Lot of Bull. This is Bubba Rutherford. We try to get cattle that are not bad. The other day, I had a gentleman bring me a bull, and he said he's as gentle as he can be. My wife hand feeds him. But when I got ready to load him, he went nuts running us clear out of the pens. This bull is bad. I've spent some time with my friend Mark, Mark Grant with uh, uh, the MG Cattle Company. Um, Mark hauls cattle for a living and he, he raises cattle and I've got to spend a lot of time with him in the truck. I've, I've written a lot of messages uh, to do with Mark and, and going with him on uh, running, the, running the cattle and driving cattle and and uh, loading them, helping him load and helping him work a couple of times. And I've heard him use some terminology, so I, I get a little bit of understanding. Uh, you know, you'll hear a term that a lot of cattle guys will use called high-headed, uh, little wild-eyed cow gets her head up high, uh, a little dangerous. You have to be really careful. You have to keep your eye on those. You never know what they're going to do. And that's kind of how he's describing this bull. These people said they were just extremely gentle, but when he tried to load him, he just went nuts. He, he, he blew apart, blew a gasket, and this bull is bad. The bull turned out to be a blooming idiot, is what Bubba says. He was a very nice bull, and I had a pasture that needed a bull. As it turned out, as nice as he was, because of his attitude and the choices this bull made, he caught the next slaughter truck that bumped our chute. We couldn't get in the pens with him, couldn't put a horse in there with him. He respected no one or anything. So one of my guys would get in the corner, make some noise, wave a flag, get that bull's attention, while another guy would open the gate and then would push him into the next pen. We even pushed cattle, other cattle in the pen with him, trying to make sure he would go with the flow. But he was so rebellious and his attitude was so wrong, he would not allow it. Finally, when we got him loaded, he was on a one-way ticket to a place where he could never hurt anyone again. Probably wound up in one of your McDonald's hamburgers. You know, this is the way it is in our Christian walk. A lot of times we can be like that old bull. We can be gentle as a kitten. Just out there enjoying life. 
And then one thing happens and all hell breaks loose. Life can make some unexpected turns, just like it did with that bull that went nuts. Sometimes our attitude and our actions can destroy our future because we do not like the turns of life. Something trips our trigger. Something hits the switch. However you want to look at it. And we may destroy things in our future simply because we didn't like the turn that life took. A lot of times you will have people trying to get you attention in one corner or another, just as they can, so they can open a gate either of life or of death in another corner. Let me give you a little example. A few years ago, I was struggling spiritually. This is Bubba Rutherford. Six kids at home, one in college, bills piled up. I'm traveling, trying to tell people how great my God was. Bubba's preaching. I was being pulled in a lot of different directions. And with all that going on, no way could I hear the voice of God. Right in the midst of all the destruction and being trapped in a pen of life, the enemy used good people and almost got me loaded on a slaughter truck. By the grace of God and His mercy, learning to cry out and be still, I was able to hear the voice of God, get new direction, and able to reach people around the world. When you got a cow that you're trying to get up a chute, instead of burning her up with a hot shot sometimes, and I did say sometimes, we need to back off and allow her time to see the hole. I personally have used an example. Sometimes we get focused on things in life. It's like we get our head stuck down in a pipe, and we can see everything that's at the end of that hole, but we can't see anything going on around us. Sometimes we've got to back our face away from that pipe, get the peripheral vision where we can see what's going on around what we're focused on, because it could make a big difference in what happens. It's exactly what he's saying right here. Sometimes when you're pushing a cow up to shoot, instead of just burning the end off a hot shot trying to get her up that chute, maybe sometimes you need to back off and allow her a little time to breathe to see where she needs to go. Once she sees where she needs to go, maybe she'll go up that shoot a little easier. In our life, instead of getting busier, sometimes we need to slow down. We need to get our face out of the pipe so we can get better direction from God. We can see what's going on around us. You listen to this real good, Bubba says. Those people that did you wrong, they might carry a Bible under one arm and a dagger under the other. But they're just people. Just good people that might very well need a touch from God. Maybe they carry that dagger out of defense. Maybe they've been hurt. You have to take into consideration there's other things that we don't always see. Get your face out of the pipe. Look at the peripheral vision. Look at what's going on around the situation before we jump to conclusions, before we make a snap decision that may very well get us loaded on a slaughter truck. There are people, just good people, that need a touch from God. They need you to pray for them. We need to bless those that do us wrong. That's what the Bible says. We're to bless those who curse us. We're to pray over our enemies. The Bible says that when we pray over our enemies, it's like heaping coals of fire on their head. Now, I used to really, I used to really dig that scripture. I used to really, you know, I would, I, I get these visualizings, right? When I read, I like to see the imagery. You know, some of you do too. And so I'm, I'm reading this Bible scripture about when we pray for our enemies, it's like we're heaping. And I'm thinking shovel in the coal furnace, throwing coals on somebody, burning them jokers up, and I'm liking it, right? Guess what? That's not what that scripture means. See, what we need to do when it, when it talks about those, blessing those who curse us, praying for our enemies, we're to pray for their soul. 
We're to pray that God runs them over with blessing. We're to pray that God gets a hold of them, changes their heart, that they have an encounter with God that moves their life into a whole new perspective, that changes them forever. That's what it means to, to when heaping coals of fire on their head, it's conviction. It, when we pray for our enemy, it brings conviction. It'll, it opens a door for the Holy Spirit to begin a work in their life. Believe it or not, it'll work in yours as well. As you begin to pray over your enemy for God to touch them, for God to change them, for God to heal them, to bless them, to, to move in their behalf, it'll change your heart as well. It, it takes us away from the bitterness. The enemy's got us hooked. He's got us hooked in, in, that, in, in, that, in that, that bait that he likes to throw out in front of us, that offense. Somebody offended us. Somebody's got us hurt. And that's what he keeps us tangled up with. But when we learn to pray for them, for their soul, that God could use, God created them just like he did you and I. He created our enemies in the same way he had a plan and a purpose for them. They've just drifted off course. So as we pray that they come back into God's course, they come back onto God's path, that Jesus, his Holy Spirit draws them unto him, it's like heaping coals of fire on their head. It'll make them miserable, I guarantee you. I pray all the time when I close the service and I do an altar call and nobody shows up at the altar call and I really feel a strong urging that there's people in there that should have responded. I simply tell them, hey, listen, here's what I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to pray that God makes you so stinking miserable until you surrender that you can't stand it. I do. I pray over you tonight. If you're not surrendered to Christ in a complete, wholehearted way, letting him use you, serving him in whatever capacity you can, I pray that you're miserable until you surrender your life to Christ. I pray that you see what I'm talking about in this spirit realm tonight. Pray for your enemies. Bless those who curse you. You will never be successful until you learn to forgive. Bubba says, and you staying out of church or away from society is not going to do anything but hurt you. We need the fellowship of fellow believers. People will say, oh, no, 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 church hurt me. Church didn't hurt you. A person hurt you. A person said something wrong. You picked up the offense. Satan laid the trap. You fell for it. Now you're suffering for it because the one who hurt you probably has no idea they even hurt you. They're just living life on the high side. Get off your high horse. Surrender your life to Christ and allow him to use you. We don't have time for any more games. We're in these last days that the Bible talks about. I believe it with all my heart. It's time for us to surrender, to, to, to let go of this baggage, to break the chains of bondage of offense. And, and, and okay, maybe don't go back to that church. Find another one. Find a Bible-believing, fire-breathing, Holy Spirit-filled, Holy Ghost-stomping, bobby-pin-slinging, snot-slinging, pew-jumping church that the Holy Spirit's alive and well in and get involved. Let God use you the way he intended. It's why you're here. It's your purpose. We'll never be successful until we learn to forgive those who've hurt us, forgive those who've wronged us, until we've learned to burn those bridges and build some new ones. Forgiveness is a key in all of this. And I can tell you, as Bubba, Bubba says this, I know because I've been there. So have I. I know exactly what he's talking about tonight. I've allowed things to hurt me. I've allowed things to drive me away. I've allowed the, I've let the enemy use things that he, I should have never let him use. And I'm telling you tonight, that's exactly what's happened to you. If you're telling me, oh, ain't going to church, man. I've been hurt too many times in church. 
you're allowing the enemy to win. It's not the church that hurt you. God didn't hurt you. Man did. Find a way around that. Find a way to forgive. Begin to pray over those people who hurt you. Begin to pray over those scenarios that, that, that came against you that you picked up the offense from and watch God work in their lives. In the process, he'll work in yours as well. Amen. Well, what a message. A whole lot of bull. Whew. I'm telling you, working with cattle, uh, <laughs> it'll uh, it'll change you. I, I, I'm not good at that. I, I, I like hanging around with my buddy Mark and riding with him in his big truck. And he's got a big semi, a big Peterbilt. And I love riding with him and going and picking up cattle and moving them and turning them loose in other pastures. I've, I've got several messages. I've, I've did a message called The Feed Truck. It's way back down in our in my podcast pile. Did another one called Greener Pastures that came from uh, riding along with him, moving some some heifers from one field to another field, and you know God just pours in as you see these things. Bubba sees it all the time as well. It's it's using life scenario. God's using life scenario around us all the time. Open our eyes to see, and let Him use you as well. Amen. God bless you guys. Rhonda and I love you. Pray for Rhonda tonight uh, through the next couple of days. I I know that she's struggling. Uh, it, it's it's tough. It's it's tough. I hate I hate it. I, um, I was crying with her on the way home today because I, I know she's in pain and I don't like it because I can't fix it and I, and I don't like that. But but pray over her as she recovers from her, her dental surgery uh, that God's hand will be upon that and it'll heal, uh, heal correctly. Uh, she won't have to go through this garbage anymore. Uh, there's We have lots of things happening for us physically. Uh, I, I, I took a time yesterday to get prayed for at church. That's something I don't rarely do, but... Uh, man, I'm just in a pickle uh, with my physical being right now, and I need a hand of God to touch me as well. Uh, so pray for us. Pray as we're battling on, just like everybody else. We're we're not immune to the the sufferings of this world. Pray for us as we continue to do everything we can to follow the leading of the Spirit, to pursue God, uh, and and to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. Amen. God bless you guys, Ron, and I love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. We'll talk to you again real soon.